What's up, guys? Welcome back to Boothside Sports. Today, we have Brittany Jackson, a former Lady Vol and WNBA player, for an exclusive interview with us today. So, Brittany, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Brittany Jackson. I uh, am from Cleveland, Tennessee. Uh, some of you guys don't know where Cleveland is. It's in between Knoxville and Chattanooga, a small town. It's growing. But um, yeah, you know, started playing basketball at the age of four years old. The sports was a, you know, have been a huge part of my life and um, taken me all over the world. Uh, went on to play, as you mentioned, for Pat Summit at the University of Tennessee and was a dream come true. You know, I grew up in a you know, an hour from Knoxville and watch the Lady Balls and watch Pat Summit. So it was, um, you know, no question that was a, a dream of mine to play there. So played four years, uh, went to four Final Fours. So very, very blessed and thankful and uh, for those experiences and went on to play uh, professionally overseas and in the WNBA. Um, you know, that was a dream of mine from a little girl, just wanting to get finally get paid for all that hard work, you, you know, you've had over the years. And um so played uh, the WNBA and also do sports broadcasting. That was a major of mine. So um, have done that several, several games, mostly women's games over the years. And uh, now I am a mom and about to get married. So my life's a little different than uh, back in those UT days. But, um, you know, yeah, that, that's pretty much me from a small town, you know, Cleveland, Tennessee, which is growing. It's getting bigger, but um, mm-hmm. uh you know, it's, um, it's basketball has been a huge part of my life. Well, congratulations on your upcoming marriage. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. That's, that sounds amazing. All right. So, um, I guess we're just going to jump right into it. Um, so my first question for you is, um, what is the most impactful moment of your professional career? Like in general, just, it doesn't have to be basketball, but just like anything like the most like influenced you the most professionally. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I, as I mentioned, playing at such an elite program, I mean, when I came out of high school, you know, I know you guys don't, the generation now doesn't know this, but you know, the Lady Balls and Pat Summit, it was, it was the top number one team in the country every year. It was us in UConn. So, um, you know, playing at that top top, um, you know, notch program. And then you go and you finally get to play professionally. Um, you know, you realize and appreciate like, I mean, we flew charter to every, you know, every game. And, um, you know, it just the way that that experience and the four final fours and the way that, that, that you just, um, you know, get treated. I mean, Pat Summit took great, amazing care of us. So, you know, it's a little different when you go into the professional world. Now it's a business. Right. And it's, uh, everybody's for themselves. And so, you know, I really miss that team atmosphere, the team the, in the locker room, you know, like it, it's more of a business professionally. But again, it's something that I've I dreamt, I dreamt of, of like always getting to, you know, finally get paid for that. So, um, you know, it's it's just that transition was um, somewhat tough. You know, I mean, when I go, people don't realize in the women's game, our WNBA is really overseas, you know, I mean, our NBA is really overseas. Like that is where you play longer. The season is longer. You make more money. Like those WNBA all-stars, they're making millions overseas and they don't make that in the WNBA, which is getting better. And they're making more and more. I just saw they actually um, had huge increases in pay, raised a lot of money for the WNBA. So I'm very excited about that. But, um, you know, that's our NBA. It was like going overseas and those girls, you know, you have girls making millions. And so you get treated like, you know, the Michael Jordans of the NBA over there. 
But um, it, it was an experience that, you know, I would never have been able to travel to Turkey or Poland or Italy and Greece and, and be able to, you know, do what I love and get paid for it. And so, um, you know, you meet players and I still have friendships that I keep in touch with from Turkey and Poland that I, you know, played with. So it's neat, you know, it's basketball is such a huge part of me, you know, it's, it's not entirety, all of me, but it's, you know, it's such a huge part of me. It's taken me all over the world and professionally it just, um, you know, I miss it. I still miss it to this day. And, you know, I, I stopped playing to continue and pursue my, TV career because it's at the same time. And I kind of had to make that decision right. and uh, I don't regret it, but I miss it. You know, I didn't just quit because of an injury or, um, you know, cause I couldn't play anymore. I just, I made a decision to pursue my career here in the States with TV and broadcasting. So, um, you know, my professional career, I enjoyed it. I had great experiences. I was in, you know, perfect, great situations for me and, um, got to see the world. Mm -hmm. It sounds fun. So I really, I really wanted to like, you know, dive into your early time at UT. You played for, in my mind, and I feel like everybody's mind, the greatest women's basketball coach of all time. You know, greatest coach of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Bill, Bill Belichick's, Bill Belichick's <laughs> up there. Right? I'm, okay, okay. I am biased, but you know, and you know, there's a lot of what ifs that you know that happen. Like you know, I feel like except Kelly Harper, if Pat Summer was here today. You know, us going up against South Carolina next week would be, you know, a prime game time matchup. But what was it like playing with Pat Summit or co being coached by Pat Summit? And the reason I'm asking this because I got to meet John Fulkerson okay. on Wednesday, and all he talks about is how you know Rick Barnes was, you know, a jokester. He's a funny guy. He's always trying to get a lot of out of his players. And you know, I don't know if Pat was like that. You know, no, she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> No, Pat, like she wasn't, a, a, I wouldn't say a jokester, but you know, Pat was a very, when people ask me, I get it asked, I get asked all the time. I, I describe Pat as very intense. She was mm -hmm. a very intense individual and on and off the court. And, um, you know, she was just determined and just one of, you know, the, just, it, it was tough. I mean, you know, people ask like, how was it? And you know, if you ask any lady ball that's ever played, there's 161 players that have played for her. And if they say that they ever thought about not leaving, they're lying to you because mm -hmm. it was tough. You know, I mean, she played the mind games and she wanted that was something she really emphasized as being mentally tough. Mm -hmm. And when you're going through that at, at 18, 19, 20 years old, you don't get it. You don't understand it. Like, why is she doing this? I don't get it. I don't understand. Now. I mean, how much she has impacted my life in the business world now that I'm in my everyday life, my personal life, my, you know, everything. Uh, you get it, but you don't really understand it when you're going through it. So, you know, it was tough. You know, it's tough. You have your ups and downs and there's years that you think, oh, my gosh, I, I got to get out of here. I can't do this anymore. But, she, you know, I stuck through it and it, it's so worth it. Uh, she just teaches you that, you know, just the the mental toughness is with her. But, you know, Pat we'd have that, you know, we'd always come over to her house. She was an amazing cook and had the best sweet tea to this day that I've ever had, <laughs> um, you know? So yeah, we were able to, but, but she still is that look in the, in the stare, even when, I mean, you're always thinking, what did I do? Because like, that's just, she was a very intense person. 
And um, and everything she did, she did. She was very intense with it and took it serious and gave it her all. I don't care if it's cooking us the best mac and cheese or on the court, you know, day before UConn game. So, um, you know, she was, she was an intense game, she, uh, intense person, uh, intimidating, you know, even to her players, it, it, she's intimidating and, and you just always wanted to, uh, be on your toes. She kept you on your toes, but, um, you were able to still have that relationship with her off the court and something that I really just brag about Pat and the whole lady ball family, like Holly Warlick came to my mother's funeral. She never misses a happy birthday to me and those are things that like people when they recruit you they tell you like this is a family it's really a family mm -hmm. like it's the lady ball family and um after you graduate it's not bye see you later you know pat help me hey do you want to play do you want to do tv i'll help you i'll be there and and you know she did and so um you know, that there's just endless, endless things that I could say that Pat, the way that she impacted my life, um, that still to this day, mm -hmm. um, I put, you know, incorporate in my everyday life. Wow. That was, you know, whew, you know, in my yeah, mind, I did that without crying. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so, I'm just going to throw this in there. Cause I, I genuinely do think about this all the time. You know, Pat Summit, you know, is genuinely somebody you just lost too soon. In my mind, if you have Pat Summit still on this team, she's still the all-time leader in women's wins. Like, you know, it's not it's not one of those things, but the impact she left on the court genuinely changed the entire culture for the Tennessee Vols because she was one of the first coaches. For women's basketball, period. Yeah, I like, mean, like, if you think about time. it, you know, everybody right now, it's UConn and UConn, but guess what? Pat that nobody women's basketball wouldn't be where it was at today mm -hmm. if it was not for Pat Summit. She started it, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. We, and, and like I said, we, it's just, there'll never be another Pat Summit. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would never, like I told Holly from day one, when she got that job, 100% deserved it. I wouldn't want it. You couldn't pay me to have that job, you know, right after mm -hmm. Pat Summit, just a success. You can't fill her shoes. And I think that that's something that, that, um, you know, people just have to realize, like, it's, it's, you don't, you're never going to fill those shoes. Pat Summit was a very, very special, special person. Mm -hmm. And um, just what she did for women's basketball. I mean, we would go everywhere we traveled. I mean, after the games, when we were getting on the bus, coming off the bus, fans of the other team were there, you know, wanting to meet her. They, that's how much respect she had. I mean, even though they wanted to beat our butts, <laughs> they respected her, you know? And so, um, and you know, there, there wasn't a time that I ever saw her not sign that autograph or not take that picture. Mm -hmm. And that's why just the respect in, in not only in, in basketball and sports, but in life, mm -hmm. the, that, that's what she, she had that respect. And, um, and, you know, that's, we just try to live, you know, her legacy out through us. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, that's all we can do. We miss her so much and definitely, you know, it was like almost like in denial forever. Like how can someone like just so bright and smart, I mean, her mind, you know, and just see it some awful, awful disease, just take mm -hmm. that from her. And so, you know, I pray for Tyler and her family all the time because, you know, as, a, as you know, you guys know, I lost my mother to the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. It's an awful disease. And, um, you know, it's just take, she was taken way too young. Yeah. So my next question also, um, you know, I'm guessing this gets asked to you a lot. Um, I, I can't do much research on this, but you were on the Vols team in 04. 
and that was Candace Parker's first year was 04. So do you have any good Candace Parker stories? Because in my mind, she's the greatest WNBA player of all time. Yeah, yeah. Candace is awesome. Um, you know, she came in and and she actually came in and she had to sit out her. Um, so she didn't play my senior year because she had a, torn her ACL and, and been out. But Candace is just she's a goofball. I mean, like fun, encouraging, you know, it was just fun to be a, you know, to be on a team with her and be teammates with her and been, you know, we've kept in touch always. And like I, I knew I knew where she was going, you know, like she was going nothing but up. And so a uh, great person, so excited for her. And especially right now, a new time in her life. Um, but, you know, funny stories. I mean, like me and Candace would room together a lot and we'd, you know, she was dating a guy on the football team too. And so was I. So we'd have, you know, we just always like to kind of room together and talk and, um, and, you know, bus rides sometimes like she's just, she's funny, you know, like she's a funny, uh, fun to be around. And uh, I never, you know, I never got to, was in a game. People always ask, like, was she in a game? Dunk, like I said, she didn't play this, her, my senior year. So she was just, uh, she was hurt. But Michelle Snow, I actually witnessed, you know, Michelle Snow was the very first dunk and I played with her. So mm -hmm. yeah. uh, she was there my freshman year. I, when I came in, Michelle got a dunk against Vanderbilt. So, uh, you know, I tell people, everybody, all the girls are dunking now, but I was there when it, you know, you didn't see first that. One, the first when one. She, when she was the first to dunk. So mm -hmm. that was a really special moment. Uh, did you know, uh, so Candace Parker, obviously, she got drafted onto the Sparks, LA Sparks. She went one, I think, in 2008, I want to say. Did you know that she was going to leave and go to the sky? Like, did were you were you in the loop? Like, how does that work? Uh, no, I, I, I wasn't sure where she was going to go. And in 2000, I mean, you know, see, I go to four Final Fours, and mm -hmm. I know the next question, did you win one? No, I leave and they win them. They start winning, yeah. you know, like, like it's not fair. But um, but no, yeah, Candace, you know, she went out with a bang. And so, I mean, I, I knew I, there was no question. I didn't care where she went. Mm -hmm. It was, um, you know, and, and I loved I thought that was a perfect um, situation for her mm -hmm. with the Sparks. And um, I think it's so amazing that she gets to in, come back and end her career in Chicago, where she's from. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she deserves it. She deserves all the success in, in, in the world because, you know, she's a great person. She's put that hard work in. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm super, super, you know, happy for her. Mm -hmm. All right, I got one last question before I let him take over. I've you've always seen, and my dad has told me like a bunch. You have you've had a lot of cool celebrity interactions. You know, just scrolling through Twitter, I saw Allen Iverson, I saw Terrell Owens, I saw a couple of other basketball players. Who's who's the person that you've met that you've seen and you were genuinely like, dang, that was cool. So like my idol growing up is Michael Jordan. I mean, like I watched the Bulls, him, Dennis Rodman. That's just who I looked up to. And I mean, I, I didn't miss a Bulls game. So um, meeting him, Michael Jordan was like, who, like, I really don't, I don't do this, get the autographs. I've never been like that. I mean, you know, I've, like mm -hmm. I said, I've been fortunate enough um, through my career and, and, and got to meet a lot of people, but he was, you know, I remember the first time I met him and everybody says, you know, you're going to be disappointed when you meet your idol. But um, that would be the one thing like when I finally I was living in Charlotte and uh, doing some work for ESPNU after college and mm -hmm. meeting him was like. I might need to get an autograph. I didn't. But like, <laughs> I'm like it was that was that was the coolest thing. I mean, just because 
he was my hero, one of my heroes and like, uh, you know, that I always looked up to. And so that was probably the coolest. Other than that, I mean, I just, you know, I, I've met a lot of people and been blessed to, to be around people. And like, as I do my charity event, you mentioned some of these guys that come to my charity event. I started a charity event whenever Pat got sick with mm-hmm. my basketball camp that I do every year this year would have actually been the 11th year we haven't got to do it the last couple years because of covid but you know the relationships it's all about relationships and that's something that pat summit taught me Mm -hmm. um you know it's not just on the court it's about the relationships that you make off the court that last a lifetime and so like being able to bring these celebrities to my hometown and you know cleveland tennessee that people some of them have never even heard of mm-hmm. but um that, that it's cool and i and it's and i love it that these some of these kids that would never get to meet these people um but uh, i hadn't got michael jordan here yet you know but uh, yeah, i'm course. working on it but yeah. that, that was my that was my one like my mouth probably was like on the floor the whole time just talking you know he's talking i don't even remember what he said <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I can only imagine how amazing that was. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm going to jump back to the WNBA um, just in general. So um, I know we've heard a lot of stuff about the WNBA in the last two or three years. Um, and I know viewership for the WNBA is is not what it could be. And I see a lot of potential in there, like in the next five to 10 years, like there's, there's a lot of things you can do. So do you have uh, two specific things that you think the WNBA or just uh, the public in general can do to raise like viewership for the, for the WNBA? Yeah, you know, I do. I think that they're doing a lot of, a lot of great things. As I mentioned, I saw how much, you know, they raised a great amount of money to help, you know, pay the payers more, you know, it's tough, you know, when you're, you're working after the three, after the three months, you know, everybody, I mean, even the the all-stars are having to go overseas to play because, you Mm -hmm. know, to be able to make, money because you can't just live off, you know, salary in three months. So, um, I think there's a lot. And then you talk about viewership, um, you know, just the marketing side of it. I think they're doing a better job at, um, but also you've got these players like Candace Parker, Skylar Diggins, you know, like they're very marketable and, um, it's just important to, you know, get these men that want to watch, make the game exciting, you know, like, and we are, I mean, women are breaking so many barriers nowadays. Like you said, we're, I mean, I remember when the Michelle dunked, it was the biggest thing in the world because you never saw it. Now there's girls dunking all the time. And so um, I think it's great for the young girls growing up in this generation and the younger girls just seeing they can do anything and and the excitement that they have, the potential that they have to look forward to. Um, but, you know, I think it's getting better because, I mean, when I came out of college, I remember every year there was one or two teams that would fold. And, and you know, you really didn't know if there was if it was going to last. So it has, and they've done a good job. And I just think they continue to, to try to, to get that viewership, get people in the stands. I think they're doing a better job and, and the players are doing a better job of, of getting people, you know, excited and, and, um, you know, get it in the stands, but you know, we're, we're dunking, who knows what we're going to be doing now catching up to the men. So it's, it's, it, yeah. it'll be there. It'll get there. And, um, you know, I, I think it's exciting. It's exciting for, for young girls to watch and, and, and look up to. Yeah, no, I think like, like you said, like putting people like well-known people into the spotlight, well-known WNBA players like Candace Parker into the spotlight, like just make getting more interviews done, getting like these bigger networks like ESPN, TNT kind of broadcasting more of that. I definitely think that'll help a lot, especially in the near future. 
For sure. And, you know, I give a lot of credit, too, to, like, the guys in the NBA. I mean, you see Chris yeah. Paul all the time, like, just supporting and LeBron and different, you know, supporting the the girls. I mean, I, I think that's huge, that that you're getting, you know, they're getting more support from the NBA right. and um, those guys. And that brings a lot more attention to it. And I think that that, you know, I respect that because they respect it. They know how hard these girls are working. And, and um, you know, do I think that, that it'll ever be – paid as much as these NBA guys, probably not. But I think it's great that they're getting that support from the NBA as well. And these guys are, you know, watching, they're at games, they're in the stands and that's huge. Yeah, no, I, I see, I see, I'm on Twitter a lot, a little more than I should be, but um, I, I see that a lot on these different, like, uh, I follow a lot of basketball pages. I see like, yeah, LeBron's at this game, Chris Paul's at yeah. this NBA game. And I'm like, that's cool. That's good to see. It's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, Last question for you, because you actually kind of brought it up in this last um, answer that you did. You were talking about these younger girls and um, how they look up to these WNBA players. So um, this last question I have for you is what is uh, one specific message you would give to these younger players? Like one message that you wish you could have told yourself back in middle or high school? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. Um, You know, I have a basketball academy and uh, have, you know, love working with young kids, boys and girls of all ages, kids that have never played all talent levels. And, you know, what I tell them all the time and, um, you know, I'm, I was in your shoes, you know, I was this young little girl from Cleveland, Tennessee. I wasn't from New York and LA and, and, and all these, you know, big cities where you have all this opportunity, but I was in your shoes and, look, you know, where basketball has taken me. And and even if, I don't care if you want to play college basketball or not, or, you know, you just want to play, you know, rec ball, or you want to play, whatever it is, you can do it. If you just put your mind to it and work hard. And, you know, you watch these girls that you're watching on TV that are, you know, and, and going overseas and making millions and stuff, they were in the same place you were at one time, you know? And so um, it's just a matter of separating yourself from everybody else that, you know, everybody else doesn't want to go play college ball. Everybody else doesn't want to go play professional in the WNBA one day. So I just try to tell them like, you know, make sure, you know, like if this is, you want to do it, you put your mind to it and you work hard, you can get there. Cause sometimes like we look at things, anything in life, like if I want to be a singer or I want to be whatever, you just think it's so far away. Like I can't do that. Like, guess what? Those people, LeBron James was in a five-year-old, six-year-old playing in rec league somewhere too. You know, he -hmm. didn't know he was going to be this best basketball player, you know? So like, I just think it's just, um, I tell my kids all the time, like, you know, you got to separate yourself because if you fit in with the crowd, you're not going to make it, you know, you have to separate yourself and realize you want to go somewhere. And these are your dreams and these are your goals and aspirations. And you do that and you work hard. You're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, my sister, she's in middle school and she plays basketball and she, she's not trying to play like in college or anything like that. But I tell her, I'm always like, just, even if it's, even if it's just for now, just make sure you're, you're working your hardest just right Competing. now. Competing. Exactly. Like, I mean, I, uh, like I said, my fiance coaches a high school team and like, you know, just, just, I don't care if it's even high school or if it's middle school. So mm. it's not college basketball, professional basketball. It's not for everybody, you know, sports, professional sports is not for everybody. College sports are not for everybody, but if you're going to do it, give it your all. You know, I don't care if it's tennis, if it's basketball, you know, basketball is a team sport. 
uh, whatever it is, compete. And, you know, Pat and I watch like Kara Lawson is a teammate of mine that I, you know, she just comes to mind when I talk to things like this, because when I see her, she's coaching at Duke now. And she just is such a reflection of Pat Summit, the things that she says, um, the speech and the conversation that she has with her team. But like Kara, it didn't matter if we were playing ping pong on a Saturday or mm. what. Uh, I remember we had like this water polo game that we played. She wanted to win. I don't care what it was. And so like just competing and being a competitor, even if it's in at school, you're in yearbook or you're in uh, FCA or you're in whatever, whatever your role is, give it your all and, and compete, you know, want to be the best that you can be at whatever you're doing. I don't even care if it's sports, just in life. And that is something that Pat Summit really instilled in me at, uh, you know, that's something that I can look back now and, and say like, you know, like the business cure that I'm in, you know, my business now that I'm with, like, I want to win. I want to be the best CBD beverage out there. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just, um, I think that's important. You know, it doesn't matter about if, if you don't want to, you know, go to that next level, but when you're doing it and whatever you're doing mm -hmm. on the court, off the court, whatever, give it your all. Yeah, no, it's, it's that desire to be the best. Cause yeah, even if you're not the going, best, you yeah. can be at what you're doing. Right. I mean, even if it's not sports, yeah. like, you know, sports aren't for everybody. Even mm -hmm. if it's, you want to be the best dancer or the best mu musician or, you know, whatever it is. Um, sports podcaster. Yeah. If you're going to do it, compete. That is my biggest thing. I just, I can't stand to see players or anybody. Like if you're, if you're going to do it, give mm -hmm. it your all, mm -hmm. like just compete. Right. And, and you're not going to win ever again. That's what I tell my son. He thinks he's got to win every game. You know, I went all my football game. Well, you're going to lose one day and <laughs> it's okay. Like, you know, and Pat, Pat said, you know, you really, you learn more from your losses. Right. Than your wins. And um, it's just, yeah, give it your all at everything you're doing. Like you're doing a podcast. You guys are, I can tell the enthusiasm. You're giving it your all because mm -hmm. you want to be the best podcast you can be. And um, I love it. I love it. I'm glad to be a part of it. Awesome. Right, well, uh, thanks, Brittany, for coming on. Uh, yeah. This is a really big Anytime. moment for us. Yeah. Surreal. We're getting to interview an actual celebrity. <laughs> Second thing, we are not sponsored by Cure yet. So, yet. Uh, <laughs> not. Listen. Cure is going to be sitting on the desk next time. So give me a call after this. We'll negotiate it. We got to have Cure is the sponsor. Yes. Uh, that sounds amazing. Now, I will get 100%. that. Done. I yes. appreciate it. Thank you. Take care.